podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today. Because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Hello listeners and welcome to a preview podcast. In this week's podcast, I spoke to legend Air Jacobs FIFA and Nate, the foot accountant, about starting FIFA 20. All the ways, all the questions. I wanted to put some of it out for everyone to enjoy. So here's an extract where I talk to Japes a bit about his approach and then I'll chat to Wise FIFA, who breaks down potentially one of the best Team of the Week ones we've seen. And we'll go over some investment info about Informs. And of course, if you want to just jump into the full podcast, the first tier of support is just $3 and you get all the bonus podcasts and ad-free pods. Just go to bit.ly forward slash more pod. As always, I'm your host, Ben, and you're listening to the Foot Weekly Podcast brought to you by Foothead and our patrons. Hello and welcome to what I guess we might call week zero of FIFA 20 for the Foot Weekly Podcast. Uh, We have two guests both from the US, actually, very much outnumbered. For the first time in a little while on the podcast, we have a returning frequent guest, Air Japes FIFA. Air Japes, or JP, how are we doing? I'm doing well. I'm getting excited for, you know, this certain game that's about to drop mm. here in a few weeks. So glad to get uh, right back on the podcast and get excited for yeah, it. Yeah, the other guest uh, hasn't been on at all, actually. It's your debut, the Foot Accountant. Hello, Nate, how are you doing? Hello, I'm good. Thanks for inviting me on the podcast. It's uh, I've been a listener for a while, and I appreciate you extending the invitation. That's great. And and actually, I'm assuming you are an accountant as well as being yes someone who advises people on uh, foot trading. Yes, I am actually an accountant in real life. I work for a public firm, and uh, mm. I deal with a lot of numbers. So in the UK, <laughs> accountants have this like reputation as being extremely boring. I don't know. Is this something that's crossed the pond? Oh, yes, it definitely is the same thing over here. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of accountants okay. are known for just sitting at their desks and uh, not really moving and just mm. being zoned into the computer and not social at all. Yeah, I got it. But uh, I'm, try- I'm trying to break that mold. Yeah, well, hopefully over the course <laughs> of this podcast, we'll, we'll find that out. So what is, Japes, your approach each year and uh, and how does that pan out for you? Yeah, I think I think essentially it's evolved, right? Because once upon a time when I was playing, you know, started really my ultimate team journey, I was a spending tons of time on FIFA, but didn't have disposable income um, to to use on the game. And I think as my you know life has kind of gone on progressed, I have less time to play because I'm working more outside of the game, but I have some income that I use now to set aside. And so, you know, I think it boils down to when it comes to FIFA points, like maybe I don't want to touch on are they good value? Are they not good value? But they are the quickest way to get to a good or enjoyable uh, team. Not to say like regular gold squads aren't enjoyable, but the first weekend league that you roll into, uh, and if you want to be competitive and the first time you come up against one of these power teams, you're going to be like, what the heck, right? And that's, I think that weekend league is oftentimes the first time that people are sort of triggered to go out and buy FIFA points because they're like, whoa, 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 I'm behind the eight ball. And so for me, 
I would rather take the approach of, I, this is like a rough way of doing it, but if you took all of the weekend leagues just for like a rough estimate, right? Weekend league is what, maybe 10 hours a time if you're playing most or all of them? Like, 10 hours a week of FIFA. Um, so you're looking at like 40 hours a month and say you play FIFA for 10 months out of the year, assuming that you don't really play when it's dead for part of it during the summer. It's essentially 400 hours right there of FIFA, which is a lot of time, right? And so investing, you know, $400 in FIFA points at the start of the year, you're essentially adding to pay what would be like a dollar an hour for your entertainment, which I'd argue there's like, it's all, it's near impossible to find cheaper entertainment than that for a hobby that you spend that much time doing. And so it, I think it's common knowledge too, to say that FIFA points that you, that you buy and that you use at the beginning of the game are worth a lot more than the ones that you buy throughout the year because there are less cards on the market, right? And it gives you that jump that then you're able to continue building on each and every time. And even if you're doing kind of what I do, which is mainly just playing weekend leagues, having a better team means that you're going to also likely get better rewards. And so for me, the philosophy is sort of like, well, let's boil this down to disposable maybe income that I feel good spending on this hobby throughout the course of the year. And I talked about different ways where like last year, and I'll probably do it this again this year, taking the credit card rewards points and like whatever I've got from that is what I'll just like put into FIFA, right? So it's not money that I'm like necessarily taking against my income, but it's like a reward in a sense that then can be spent on a hobby similar to the way it might be spent on like airline miles or something. So put those down at the beginning of the game, try to get the best team that I can and do, you know, some light trading, more like investing in top cards that I think will appreciate in value. And so, you know, when you're, I don't have to stay as active trying to, you know, find the quick turns on the market. It's more like I can grab a really high quality team, let it appreciate in value, and then can, you know, sell it and transition later on in the game. Mm. And Nate, from your perspective, obviously, a lot of that revolves around the principle that putting points into the game at the earliest possible stage, which is something that I've always done myself actually as well, is the best option in terms of spending your FIFA points. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I mean, if you're looking at just the overall value of what you mostly get inside of a pack, even at the beginning of the game, you don't have those higher quality packs available to you in the transfer or the store. You only can get those from rewards and from playing the game earlier on in FIFA. So doing those 7.5k packs, you get a lot of those lower rated cards, 78s, 79s. But sometimes early game, they have desirable stats for starter teams. People are paying three to 4,000 coins for some of those cards. So that makes your FIFA point spending, you kind of get more value per pack earlier on in mm. the game when those lower level items are going for more on the market. And actually a question that feeds into this, we've got loads of questions actually coming up in the Patreon podcast because loads of you wrote in, but Lomda asks, is it better to spend FIFA points on standard packs at the start of the game or wait for promo packs, say like in one to watch, I guess, once we actually do get promo packs? I mean, personally, my view on that is you want to get ahead of the curve in terms of your financial kind of power, I guess. Is that fair, Nate, would you say? Yeah, uh, I think so. Um, getting ahead in terms of when you get the coins earlier on, if you're going to trade, if you're going to build a team, like Japes was talking about, if you can get those players in your club, in your squad earlier on and sort of invest in those, especially mm. if you think they're going to be popular, meta, OP, whatever, players down the line, uh, and they appreciate in value, you get them earlier, you're probably going to see them appreciate more 
but I guess a better return on investment could be the word. Um, but then also, I mean, I hear a lot of people that think about, should I save my packs for ones to watch? Should I open them during early access? Would I pack a ones to watch card? And we all know the likelihood of that. It's probably pretty low, but I do understand that people want to kind of test their luck in a way with the packs and so yes there is the possibility that you pack that ones to watch hazard um but that's that possibility is pretty low nate i think that's i think that's a great point right there and you mentioned it earlier too about the like average value of a pack and when you're opening those standard or like premium gold packs to begin with or the likelihood of getting a card that might sell for three or four k uh early on is much higher and then when people start opening all of those ones to watch packs or first round of promo packs and they go nuts all of those cards that used to be worth that kind of low-ish but still regular value tend to plummet in price and with your chance of actually getting one of the those elusive promo cards being so low like it I don't want to say gambling, but, mm-hmm. you know, rolling the rolling the dice versus making sure that the money that you're investing the game in the beginning is always going to give you a steady return mm. versus, you know, kind of rolling the dice later on. Yeah, I totally agree with that. And actually, the great thing about this week's check out this link team of the week is that because there are decent players, it means that there's a, actually a good chance that you might get an inform of decent value. Some of the informs that might come this week actually look like quite usable players even at sort of lower rated more available impacts kind of level and talking of which we're going to talk to wise fifa about the team of the week how it's looking one of the best that we've ever seen to start the game and there are obviously potential investment opportunities to discuss we'll be returning to chat to japes and to nate the foot accountant in that bonus podcast where they'll fill us in on loads more about how to start the game plenty of great tips in there including a pretty good one i think from me as well but as i said you can catch that along with all the other bonus podcasts for just three dollars a month and by joining before the end of the month you can enter the giveaway for twelve thousand fifa points go to bit.ly slash more pod let's get into this team of the week then i started by asking wise who he thought would be the biggest name in the first fifa 20 team of the week where we have someone that might not make it. We'll have to have a little discussion on it, but Neymar is the highest rated player on our list here. He scored that beautiful bicycle kick, had that other goal ruled out. I th- I'd i err on the side that he doesn't make it, but if he does, he'd get that position change to Cam. Five-star, five-star, excellent agility, excellent shooting. What a monster. And so if we don't see Neymar, I believe, looking at this squad, there are two players who are... 88 rated that could make the squad anyway right yeah we got we're moving on to uh, a couple of real beasts a couple people that really showed up last year Mane and Royce they're both carrying form from last year Ben that Mane might get a striker position change what are your thoughts on that Mm, I mean it's Mane he's uh, an overpowered card as it is but a little bit of an extra boost on top of that is going to help he's four star four star he's got that kind of physicality for a winger which will make him a great striker and Royce as well very different card obviously more of a cam He's much better at shooting than Mane, of course, and better at passing. What I'm finding quite interesting about him is his free kick stats are fairly decent. So having tried out free kicks in the demo, definitely worth doing, by the way. Keep going into the game until you get the free kicks skill game and try it out because I think it's going to be an effective way of scoring that people will need to have in their arsenal. Um, but yeah, Royce could be a player who can, who can get you goals from the free kick. I think that that's, that, that's going to be spot on. I love taking free kicks. and I really hope that the mechanic is good this year. But keeping it focused in... 
We haven't thrown out the term OP yet, but we're about to. We have three eighty-seven center forwards on our list here. Hungman Son, Benzema, mm. and Dreers Mertens. We gotta start with Hungman Son, I'd say. He looks absolutely amazing. Five star weak foot, four star skills. He is gonna be a card that's gonna be good until I believe, you know, he's gonna be elite until probably team of the year period. I think you can't mm. go wrong with someone at the beginning of the game that allows you to not have to worry about the shooting position you're in. The fact that you know you could shoot with his right foot, his left foot, his butt, whatever you want, it'll go in. I'm excited to try a player <laughs> like that out. Yeah, he does, look, he does look outstanding. And then Benzema, I mean, he doesn't look like he has the stats to back up his overall rating, but I mean... Still going to be a really good info. Right. And he's the type of player that, you know, we'll give a little shout out. We're going to love to J- uh, Air Jabes here. He's a player that in the past when Air Jabes would start his road to glory, he wanted a player that had high finishing and Benzema is going to have that high finishing. So when we're all kind of learning, if there's a little bit of a new hitch in the shooting mechanics, he's going to be an excellent player to test that out with because you'll have room for error. The AI will give you a little help. And actually, he has the kind of stat profile of a very good lone striker, which I think could be more prevalent this year. So another player who's, a, I guess, more traditional FIFA striker is uh, Mertens, who you've put in here. Decent chance of getting a team of the week, do you think? And I mean, he look, he, I mean he's obviously going to be good. Yeah, he's Mertens had a great start to the Serie A season as much as I dislike him as a Fiorentina fan. Uh, he's die, He dives so much. But great pace, great dribbling. I think that'll help a lot, or like his dribbling stat as a whole. He's got really high balance and agility, and that'll help get past those defenders, especially if since EA are trying to emphasize manual defending this year. Plus, it'll allow you, again, to have a little bit more of a user error with such high agility and balance he'll be able to set his shot much better and he's got high he'll have relatively high finishing so i think he could be a really good pick as someone that could bridge as a cam or be an out and out striker in a sense Mm, yeah no i think i think it's a really good point now there are two other players in this squad that we want to discuss as sort of i guess middle tier players with that there are only two that we've picked out but that is the caliber of this team potentially yeah who are those players and what can we expect yeah, so we'll start off. There are two IX boys, or I should say they form one of them is a former IX boy. We'll start with Frankie de Jong. He had a really good game. I know that, you know, Suarez scored two goals, Fati scored a goal and had an assist, but I still think de Jong's assist and a goal and his man of the match rating will get him into the side. And Ben, I know you've been diving a little bit into his stats, and I think he's gonna be an excellent center mid for a long period because of some of these stats. Yeah, I mean I made that sound like I didn't know that he's on the team obviously I can see the team as well (laughs) (laughs) and I have looked at his stats and they are really outstanding this year actually 90 short passing 90 composure uh, 87 reactions big upgrade on those I mean you know how much I love the the reactions and composure and I think that this card with his decent pace decent defensive ability and the physical as well is okay four-star skills he's got high defensive medium attacking uh, for me he's he's going to be a very good card especially if he gets some upgrades and i don't know what his price is going to be but he could be that kind of midfielder that can help the team you know ticking over in the midfield um his shooting's a bit weak but apart from that i think he's he's got most of what you'd want in the midfield yeah i completely i completely echo everything you said there he's just his surface stats are going to be so well-rounded his in-game stats are going to be so well-rounded i will be looking out for him as well and then we're going to move to the back line his former compatriot tagliafico he's going to get an upgrade at that left back spot a player that's gotten a lot of hype recently in fifas especially since there was just such a drought of like good argentinian left backs for so long but that's getting a little sidetracked. Mm-hmm. Tagliafico is going to have some excellent in-game stats himself. I think he's kind of like a 
Cancelo, a Jao Cancelo light on the left back spot. I might be reaching a little, but if he gets a good upgrade to his pace, he's already got really good balance, 82, reactions, 81, composure, 81, which will get upgraded. And as a middle of the road, kind of mid-tier player, couple that with excellent interceptions at 82 and excellent stamina at 91 and aggression at 84, I think he could be a really tidy player for a lot of different sides. Yeah, he's a very well-rounded card, actually. He's got bad stats in areas you want him to have bad stats in, if you know what I mean. Yeah. So although some of the card face stats don't look great, he's actually a very solid left back, I reckon. A little bit short, perhaps, but I think, you know, at this stage of the game, you can't have everything, can no. you? So he looks like a good yeah. option. If we look at the sort of lower rated cards, I guess, in this team, there is one particularly low rated, Silver, who caught my eye, uh, another player, obviously Tagliafico isn't Dutch, but he's playing at Ajax, St. Just. Just, just, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, same. I agree. We'll have to get someone in there to help us out. But yeah, Jeremiah, he actually was playing for Feyenoord not too long ago, but he's got 82 pace on his base card as a center back. Decent face stats on a card. However, when you dig into it a little bit more, he's going to be one that's like, all right, he'll be attractive because he might get a pace boost to like 84, 85 pace as a center back. You're going to love that. Decent jumping, but he does have that high attacking medium work rate for a center back that could leave you caught out early in the year. And not the best reactions. He's actually not the most physically strong either. So he's decent. I think he could be one of those cards that if you want to play, say, three at the back formation, he's got decent dribbling, doesn't he? Yeah. So he could, he could be all right, actually. Um, but I know what you mean. He's not going to be your, your... He doesn't seem like your defensive rock that you might want. He'll be really fun there. at the beginning. You um, know, We love budget B. He could be yeah. kind of a fun player at the beginning of FIFA. And so another player that I'm seeing here, Pellegrini, uh, looks actually like he's got some really outstanding in-games for a non-rare. 79 rated, plays for Roma, mm-hmm. Italian, so easy to link up. But the other players that I want to discuss are strikers, I guess. Malin, who's a, another Dutch player, plays for PSV. Obviously some nice links in that league at the moment. He's got four-star skills, three-star weak foot. Um, what would we say he's going to be rated about? 81. 81 Yeah, or something? 81. And I think he could be, he could be a really good budget informed player got great links to like Bergwin and promise but he's going to have some really solid stats although his attacking positioning might let him down a little bit and then obviously of course abraham is bound to get in for chelsea not the best looking card he is six foot five though so maybe he'd have some uses yeah hey get the people on that hype train that young english hype train if they want him they can have him but i don't think i'm going to touch him i don't know if he's gonna be worth the coins considering he's gonna he has some issues in a lot of glaring areas like acceleration balance and agility yeah for sure now zahavi is the last player i think we're going to cover there are plenty of other options for this team but he's the one that we wanted to pick out finally actually a really interesting card isn't he decent link to musin lembele yes and you wanted to point out a couple of his stats were quite good yeah no i i did because i mean who didn't who doesn't love someone that scores a rabona winner i think that that's you know that's that's huge and that's uh, i know you like your skills exactly exactly yeah. that four star skills yeah that was amazing yeah, yeah right four star skills four star weak foot but as an attacking player he's got that high low work rate which is awesome and then his base card has 83 positioning 86 finishing that is going to be incredibly clinical at the beginning of the game while also combining that with agility at 89, ball control at 83, and reactions at 79. You can't really ask for mm. more if he's kind of in that, you know, high teens, mid to high 20s as well at the beginning of the game for an inform. I think he's going to be a really special player. Nice. And you mentioned Price briefly at the end there. 
What are your thoughts on investing in these informs? You've done a bit of research, I think, for us about whether they will be worth investing in or not. Obviously, you know, it's a new game. We can never quite tell. But what does last year tell us? Yeah, sure. Like, you know, historical data is a good way to, you know, look and uh, extrapolate forward. But I think that there's kind of like three tiers that you can put these players in. You have your elite players, kind of like the Neymars, the Suns, the Benzema, the Mane that we talked about. And their prices, of course, are going to be huge at the beginning. Their... In terms of rising or falling, they rise a little bit. They're not going to be bad investments. However, if you're someone out there that's looking for percentage return on your asset, if you will, or on your card, these aren't going to be the players for you. These will be excellent for pros who want to maybe achieve higher weekend league finishes and stuff like that. All power to them. But the mid tier is the only tier I think that is solid enough to invest in players like the De Jong, maybe a Tagliafico that will either serve a niche, Tagliafico being that option, being the best left back in the Eredivisie, being the left best, best left back of Argentina. He'll be a nice player for people to look to. And then Frankie De Jong, as people have built their starter teams, you know, they're starting to amass more coins. They're going into the weekend league and want that extra umph. They're going to start to buy players like that. And these are players over the next month to the late October that rise pretty substantially. Wow. Last year, this was something that was interesting. The Mullins, the, the Mullins, the Abrahams, there's maybe, maybe even Pellegrini at the end and St. Juice, those bottom tier players, their price didn't shift much, which means they're much better when you know their price settles at, you know, 18 to 20 K to be like, Oh, awesome. I'm going to put a snipe filter on for under 16 and open bid them for under 15 K or something like that. So you know, you have a good deal. That's where it's a really good trading and flipping opportunity, but their price doesn't rise enough for me to say to lock away coins in an investment. Okay, that's really good to know. Wise, uh, thank you very much for, for getting that together for us. Yeah, really no problem. Always it. a pleasure to be on. Always a pleasure to be on. Hopefully I get on some more of these in the yeah. future as well. You know, we're getting that FIFA 20 hype. Yeah, looking forward to it. And I'll let you get back to watching the Bears. <laughs> thank which you. sounds a bit like you're, I don't know, doing a nature documentary <laughs> or something, but that is American football. Right? Yes, it is. It is American football. I know the mysteries of American football for you guys across the pond. Good. Well, yeah, I hope they're American football well. <laughs> me too, me too, Ben. <laughs> Always nice to chat. <laughs> just quickly to add actually going back through it Ibrahimovic I think is a big candidate Nani's also a possibility but Ibrahimovic did get a hat trick it was just after we recorded this before we wrap up then I just wanted to quickly say over the course of last year so many listeners suggested I set up a patron in order to support the podcast keep it going and also to give you something back in return as well I set it up a few months ago and since then it's been a real success and I really can't thank those who've become patrons enough. The support has been incredible and if you would like to become a patron too, starting at just $3 for all the bonus podcast content action, then just head over to bit.ly forward slash more pod and of course by signing up this month you'll get to enter that 12,000 FIFA point giveaway and once you've signed up you can start this week's bonus podcast at about 21 minutes and hear Japes and Nate discuss all the best ways to start FIFA 20. And I'll look forward to talking to you again once many of you will have started FIFA 20. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today. Because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Sports Social Podcast Network.